Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review here on a Monday. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always by my partner in crime, Mr. Bo Brock, and former Arizona Cardinal running back, pride of Northwestern, Damian Anderson. <laughs> Gentlemen, how we doing? Man, we're doing great. Uh, when are we gonna update that open though? When's Damien's gonna? When is he gonna get his face in there? When? When am I gonna get in there? Right. I, I have special instructions from Saul to never remove him from the opening. So you know that's neither <laughs> here nor there. But yeah, we had to get you guys a couple of shows. You know, okay. We gotta build up some that, equity. We gotta get yeah, some equity. Right? I dig it. I dig it. You know, just it's like just like we, the old joke with with Bo. We didn't even give him the hat memo, Johnny. You know what I mean? That's like, right. He's just, we're like Johnny, wear your Cardinals hat. All right. It's and just then, like when you, you when you sign it. or you you draft a player, you we're not gonna put you right outside the stadium on a big banner yet. You got you know you build up some time, some some credibility with the fan base. No, we'll get we're getting that taken care of. If I was in charge of the production, it'd be done already. But uh, those people are much smarter than I am, so I don't know how, what how much effort goes into that. But uh, today is kind of like a, a low key Christmas for me. Christmas has come early a little bit. Because, gentlemen, throughout this this draft season, we've been kind of infatuated with a single player, or at least I have, and the fan base has, the mock drafts have, but there has been nothing to tie these two players together. I'm speaking, of course, about the Arizona Cardinals, Arkansas wide receiver, SEC standout, Traylon Burks. Well, lo and behold, earlier today, Multiple reports, including Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, reporting Mr. Bo Brock that Traylon Burks is scheduled for the first time, as we know. We don't know if we met with them at the Combine. He is scheduled to visit the Cardinals as early as tomorrow. What is your initial reaction to that, considering we have heard some rumblings that they're not super interested in the All-American? Yeah, I mean, I think it just comes down to people having different sources within the organization, and I'm sure the Arizona Cardinals are just kind of doing their due diligence as we watch Traylon Burks, who is just an absolute beast playmaker. Here he's making a play down the field. We see him with the ball in the hands before the line of scrimmage a couple times, and he just makes plays. And people get hung up on, hey, he ran most of his his routes from the slot. Well, the Arizona Cardinals, are they're top slot receivers playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. People are hung up on the combine numbers, and we know that you can play at a different speed than you test at. And I think Traylon Burks is just one of those guys, when you're going to take a swing at 23, might as well take a pretty big swing. And this is a guy that has tremendous upside and could be like Justin Jefferson, where a couple wide receivers go ahead of him in this draft class and could be the top playmaker in this draft class. I just see that potential from Traylon Burks. But at the same time, you know, What's the rub on this guy, Damian Anderson? What would have scouts seeing that has him potentially going in the 20s instead of top 10, top 15? 
Well, I think it's a it's a copycat league, Bo. And I think that you, you get a guy like Traylon Burks and you see his position versatility for all the reasons that you talked about. The fact that he could catch the ball behind the line of scrimmage, obviously catch the deep ball and then be athletic and make plays. And I think you on top of that, who does he remind you of body composition wise? A guy like Debo Samuel in the 49ers have had a lot of success with him. And he, the fact that he could trust the field. We don't even see Debo really running the field. He's in that he's, he's most of the time in the box. So I think you know, to Johnny, and I'm going to, you know, transition a little bit here. I like, if he's there, I, I couldn't be mad, Johnny, at that pick. Yeah. I really could it in terms of what the Cardinals, I just think the value there and the need, he's a difference maker. You put a guy like that in the slot position against NFL linebackers. I know that they're the biggest, fastest, strongest, but this game is about mismatches and he creates that on offense, especially with the uh, Cliff King offense. If, if I'm putting together a checklist of what this Arizona Cardinal team needs, we, we've talked about it. Receivers at the top of the list. Okay, so what kind of a receiver? If we're making a receiver in a lab to insert into this offense that was lacking last year, you would say, number one, he's got to be over six foot. Kyler Murray targeted Zach Ertz when he was in the lineup. He targeted Antoine Wesley. You know who he has trouble targeting sometimes? Andy Isabella. Christian Kirk, undersized guys. And it's not a knock on Murray. That's just the reality of the situation. So he's got to be big. Well, the Cardinals have nobody in their receiving group, with all due respect to D-Hop and Rondell Moore, that run in the ball in their hands in the form of a running back that can manufacture yards after catch consistently, right, at an aggressive level. But, or Damian, you just mentioned somebody like Debo Samuel. They don't have somebody like that or even close to that where bubble screen, Bo, you tweeted a great uh, gift today or a video today of, this kid taking it to the house on, on, on a screen game that we know Cliff Kingsbury loves to run that kind of thing. And the, it, it makes the fan base irate because the receivers he's done with it historically in Arizona, they can't manufacture their own yards. This guy can. So you think to yourself, okay, somebody who can manufacture yards after contact, big physical, right? And then did he dominate the collegiate level? You know, we talked on this show a couple of weeks ago, like the Cardinals in the outside linebacker, just plug in George Karloftis. Well, you know, did, did he make a ton of noise in the Big Ten, right? What did he do against Ohio State? I know this kid in Traylon Burks uh, Saturday night against Alabama torched their secondary and torched the SEC consistently. So he, he literally checks every box. They were My only like 21, concern, though, Johnny. They were well, like but he got he ate. He got his, right? How many times? Receivers just got to get theirs, right? Right. My uh-huh. my only concern is, you know, with the, with the play speed. I don't worry about it, but – receiver here locally a couple of years ago, different level of competition than Pac-12, but you know, Nikhil Harry had some similarities to Traylon Burks in his game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the fact, fastest guy, but big physical yards after catch, that was his MO. And, you know, he has not panned out, needless to say, at the NFL level. And so I'm just guessing, Bo, that the reason why so many teams maybe are a little bit hesitant with this young man were – I would have him as a firm, if it was me, top 15, 16 prospect. I'd have him yeah. ahead of Drake London. I'd have a, him yeah. ahead of Chris Olave. Why is he that, bro? Stop. Why is he in the uh, why is he in the 20s? <laughs> why is he available to Arizona at pick 23 or 25 or 26? My only guess is it's 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 play speed. It has to be it. Yeah, I mean that could, that's a huge determining factor. I mean we're we're talking about all things draft and we know that though your future or your your the first off of your secure financial future can be secured with the of a tenth, right? If it's a four four uh, eight versus a four five two, two totally different, 
you know, factors, especially when it's your position as well. Film can say one thing, but they like having scouts, like having that confirmation of that time, Johnny Bo, of, okay, this guy plays like we thought he did. And he reaffirms that pick, right, if, if you could take him there. But it may be a situation we've seen guys like A.J. Brown go in the second round. You know, the Cardinals got a gem, a gem back. I'm going to, you know, date myself with a guy like Anquan Bolton back in the mm. second round. So, I mean, can this happen? Will he fall there? You know, when does he get picked up? I think it's really dependent upon the speed. And I think that, you know, you'll see a run on different positions. But, but I think what separates Traylon from all the other guys that we've seen he's that unique combination of size skill and speed that can get the job done anywhere he's on the field the margin for error in the nfl is that much more smaller so i think that's where the issue comes like if he's going against you know byron murphy every day at practice a guy who's just as quick just as fast just as agile is he going to be able to stick that route and create that separation does he have that that ability in his route running game. And I, I think Jalen Blair, one of the comments earlier was like, you know, to your point, Johnny, about I think he was contradicting your point. You know, uh, Christian Kirk was a fifth most targeted uh, slot receiver. So he had no problem finding Christian Kirk. And Christian Kirk is about 5'10". So I think that what you're saying. Well, what is the conver- conversion rate, though? If he's targeted, it's one thing. But uh, being on the same page yards, receiver. Though. Christian Kirk had 900 yards. You know, what I mean, Christian Some Kirk's of those... catch rate was was pretty impressive. I mean, the targets he was getting to what he was pulling in, it was it was it was one yeah, of the highest. Kirk in the league. Was solid. Well, I just I have memories at the end of the year of of them sure. not being on the same page. Him trying to hit that deep shot in L.A. comes to mind. Both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. for for a guy like me who's not like over six foot, I would thought that you would have an affinity for guys like us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys, I, worker, you know what I mean? My like, quarterback obviously. can be undersized. Not every receiver needs to be 5'9". I, I need some guys who I, – I just don't think it's a coincidence that Antoine Wesley and Zach Ertz were targeted in, in bounties when they entered the lineup and had the most success of any pass catcher after D-Hop went down, who, oh, by the way, is six foot well. What's what's really interesting about Burks when you look at his numbers and the advanced analytics that that tell you some things that you should feel a little bit more comfortable that if he gets there and, and it still is the head scratcher why he's available uh, when he's as far as running go routes he was open fifty percent of the time he was running a go route where a guy like Drake London was under thirty percent. So when you look at the, just the ability to get open, even though you look at, I, I know that uh, London didn't even run us 40 because he has that ankle surgery, but you look at, it, at him running hitches. He got open more than guys like Chris Olive and Garrett Wilson and Jamison Williams. He's got great route running ability, even though Arkansas used him primarily in the slot. And if you look at the two top routes in the NFL, the go route and the hitch route, he's actually in his draft class, one of the more efficient route runners in this class. So I'm I'm excited, especially when you couple that with his size, with his athleticism. Uh, it's just I want to know more from a scout's perspective. Like, what do they not like? Is it a hands thing? Is it is, is it a work ethic thing? Because I haven't heard anything negative. And then you look and you're like, why is he there at 23 potentially? Well, we've talked about the fact that per you know Arizona Sports John Gambadaro, uh, the Cardinals may or may not have interest. That was before today. Uh, whether or not you're buying the fact that they're scheduled to meet with him as sincere interest. I mean, they could just be doing their due diligence. I hope that's not the case. But I, I, the Cardinals are going to be in a position where they are jumbled in with a lot of these teams, the Packers and the Patriots ahead of them, the Chiefs right behind them, maybe even the Bills. They're all going to be sniffing around these receivers. Whatever's left of the rubble after you know 
Jamison Williams goes and Garrett Wilson goes, I, then I think it's okay. It's Chris Olave. It's Dotson, the kid from Penn State. It's Burks, right? And it's Drake London. That That's the next tier of guys. So I, my guess is what the Cardinals are doing is if Dotson, who's got a lot of momentum right now, and I would not be surprised to see him, him end up in Green Bay, proficient of a route runner as he is, you know, they don't put much emphasis on, you know, where you go to school. I, I just think they just look at the prospect as a whole. So like if the Cardinals aren't able to get a Dotson or an Alave and Burks is sitting there. Hopefully they've done their homework to know whether or not he can fit their offense. They should be doing research on all of these top guys because we've talked about it definitively. You do not take a receiver at 23. It will be a pretty sight at 55 with what you have remaining unless you opt to trade up because Christian Watkins, George Pickens, these other playmakers that you know people are high on, just take them at 55. I do not believe those guys are going to be available. I think it's, it's 23 or bust if you want a receiver of note that can come in, I believe in year one, and can make an impact. I think if you're waiting to 55, you know, unless something breaks for you, it's going to be it's going to be slim pickings with all due respect to the guys remaining. Let me say this. If they're not interested in in in, in, in Traylon Burks, looking at Steve Kimes draft history at the wide receiver position, maybe they should draft him. Then. Just if they're yes. not interested, maybe they should just be like, let's just go. Let's just go the opposite direction, opposite. because right now, yeah, right now, I'm like I'm like two for 10 picking wide receivers in the draft. That's well, not it a doesn't good... make sense because literally <laughs> everybody else loves him as a prospect. Yeah. Um, and everybody has him sliding into Arizona at 23. Now that mock drafts are whatever. I mean, you can take it or leave it. But like, and then you look at people around the team. They're just like, yeah, they're just not enthralled by him. It's like, well, what more do you need to see? I, I've seen everything I need to when I watch him to know that if could I'm gambling on a first round guys? pick. I mean, could it, I mean like, I mean, can, maybe. could it be a smoke screen? You know what I mean? Do they, do you go out and tell your every move in poker? You know what I mean? You don't, you don't yeah. do that. Like you just, you tell people what you want them to know. And I think that if that guy's there, anyone that is around the game of football, anyone that watches film and, and knows what athletes look like, and you couple that with the size and speed of a Cooper cup, I mean, I'm not saying he has that route running ability, but I'm just saying he could play in the slot and he had a lot of production in the SEC. There's a lot of similarities between him and a lot of successful players in the National Football League. And I just can't help. I just know for a fact that the Cardinals organization, most NFL teams do, in their war room, they have a list of roughly 300 players. And as they get selected, they have a scouting report on all of them. As they get selected, they get knocked off the board, right? They get knocked off the board. And then the next line of... You know, if it's six, seven, eight, obviously all the way up to 23, they're making that determination between that position value and next available value. And if that position value of need is is less than or, or greater to the best available, they're going to take the, you know, they're going to take the best available. And we've seen that in the past in terms of the philosophy of Steve Kahn and company. Oh, man, I, I listen, I'm excited as anybody for the first round of the NFL draft. You seem a bit anxious and, though, John. <laughs> well, I just, today of all days, you know, I see that report and I, I just, I want to believe it's like the old X-Files eightage. Um, I, I don't want to be fooled and see a corner come up at pick 23. Um, but regardless, we're going to be having a banger of a time because at the Ainsworth Woo. next week, April 28th, 4 p.m., yeah. we, along with the folks at Bergain Travel, are putting together the best draft party in the valley featuring cb1 byron murphy the arizona cardinals come meet get a photo get an autograph first 50 people in 
All of it's free with Byron and Company. This is an all-inclusive deal. Drinks, food, quality good time. Myself, Damian Bo, Frank Sanders, tons of former NFL alumni, Cardinal alumni are going to be in the house. We're going to be live for the duration of the entire first round. Live reactions, pick by pick. We're going to have gambling insights from Shane Diefenbach of PHNX Cardinals Bets Daily. We're going to have none of this garbage. This is not going to be taking place at all. Wow. I don't know why this is on the screen. We might have to fire intern Emma that she allowed that garbage to be put up there. This is what the people want to see, not that trash. Byron Murphy is going to be in the house. Talk to him about the Cardinals, their prospects, but come have a good time with us. PHNX Cardinals live on draft night, the 28th. And you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that we're going to be covering not only the first night, but the second night. And the third night, PHNX Cardinals is your place to be for round-the-clock Arizona Cardinal content, rapid reaction, interviews, articles. Bo's going to be basically living at the facility as we badger the hell out of Steve Kime. Listen, Bo, I, I want you to kiss Steve Kime right on the mouth if he takes <laughs> Traylon Burks. If that doesn't oh. happen, you you oh. you can decide how you want to take it out of him if he takes that bum corner from Florida. My God. So I'm going to be in the facility. I'm going to get kicked right out of there because I grabbed Steve Kime by his jowls going for the big old the kiss. This is oh, like man. you're going to if, if if Traylon Burks is selected by the Cardinals and flops. I mean, there's going to be like Rosen wall, 2.0 for me. There, it's there's going to be that's a Walgreens size receipt that people have. If you're saying you go open mouse kiss, it'll get old Steve Kime over that one. No, but that's oh, inter- that's an interesting thought, though, about just. Because it seems like the, the fan base, the majority of Cardinals fans want Traylon Burks. 80%. So if he busts, if he busts, it's like you're all wrong. It's not just Steve Kime missing on another wide receiver. You wanted him to do it. You wanted him to finally get that over six foot tall wide receiver that is not his mo. It, it was more like the guy he was scouting today. What was the little school that he was scouting today, Johnny? Did no. you see that? Panera Bread to... University. I don't know what it was. It was called. the Bearcats in the uh Sam Houston. Oh Sam Houston. No, okay. the Bearcats with the K. I'm sorry, not the not the Cincinnati Bearcats. Mm-hmm. But it sounds yeah, like he... a difference maker on Sundays. <laughs> right. So if if he goes big oh, if he goes big hater, time. Bro. I am you're a hater. Hey <laughs> I'm a hater of, of small school receivers, especially when they're undersized. I'm a lover of gambling and sports gambling <laughs> via the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Right now, gentlemen, I think there is the lock of the century on DraftKings that you can get minus 125. I mentioned prop betting, the NFL draft. I'm going to give you some insight. What I think is the best bet right now going. Mm. 200 bucks wins you 160. Drake London over 10 and a half, meaning placement of where he's drafted, either under 10 or over. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell that Drake London goes in the top 10. Do you, Bo? No, I agree. Completely put agree. Put your 401k on it. Put your <laughs> retirement on it. Don't do those things. Bet responsibly. Don't you think that that's just like the most loot? It's like they haven't updated it yet. It's like they didn't see the new the, his pro day a couple of days ago. And the news, he has a, still hasn't run a 40. <laughs> still coming off the, the ankle surgery. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think. Well, I mean, maybe they, they know this. something, guys. Maybe, maybe they know something. No, and, and like no, Johnny no, said, maybe they just haven't updated it. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, those, those guys are pretty good at what they do in terms of knowing lines, right? And, Johnny, how much can this update, you know, before, obviously? Well, no, I mean, you lock it in right now. It could – tomorrow right. it could be over yeah. under 16 okay. and a half. So, I think right now over under 10 and a half at the DraftKings Sportsbook app for Drake London is absurd. 
Here's what I'll say. The Jets and the Giants have four picks combined in the top 10, and they make a lot of mistakes in the draft. So maybe that's that's what they're thinking. (laughs) Imagine taking him over. And I like Drake London. If he fell to the Cardinals and they took him, I'd be happy. Imagine taking him over somebody like Jamison Williams or Garrett Wilson. Oh, my God. A receiver on an irrelevant USC team in the Pac-12 going top 10. It will not happen. But I want to remind everybody, the NBA playoffs mean next-level basketball. Get ready for all the action by playing the DraftKings Sportsbook app during uh, the uh, NBA playoffs. New customers can bet just $5, and I'm going to get an updated read on here because my read is a little outdated, but I want to remind everybody that you can use your promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app and make make some good coin here at P- go PHNX. Bo, I will have to come back to my DraftKings read yeah. because my read cut off on me. Absolute pro just getting sank by uh, just we, we didn't have the right reads in there. And I don't know who's getting fired for that, but somebody should. We've got uh, Peter King. He's agreeing with Kyler Murray's agent. We can't get away from this podcast, this Kyler Murray saga, because I, I saw a couple guys, Damian, James Jones, former Packers and Raiders mm. receiver, guy who actually nailed the Aaron Rodgers. He, the result of the Aaron Rodgers, he was saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere where people thought he was destined to be the Broncos' next quarterback. James Jones thinks that Kyler Murray and Cardinals are headed for divorce, almost to the point where – he doesn't think he's going to play another game for the Cardinals. But Peter King, uh, he was talking about Eric Burkhart and his uh, pressing the cards to make this extension happen earlier uh, rather than later. Would we have the uh, Do we have the quote from Peter King as he kind of has his 10 takeaways? He says, Eric Burkhart, the agent for Kyler Murray, is the right to press the Cardinals to get some sort of contract done before the draft. One of two two. Teams, Carolina, Pittsburgh will draft a quarterback and thus make the market for Murray much, much smaller. If the Cardinals would choose to deal Murray at some point during the offseason. Burkhart's asking and the Cardinals to declare their intentions on Murray sooner rather than later, which, given the discord between the two sides, is not unreasonable request. Three things I expect. One, or A, the Cardinals will not accede Burkhart's demands They'll wait till sometime this summer before addressing Murray's situation. He's due to make $5.5 million in total compensation. His four-season chances are microscopic that Murray plays the season under that current deal. Cool heads will prevail by the end of July, no matter how the Cardinals feel about Burkhart taking this public. All right. I don't agree with Peter King here at all. I don't understand what pressing the Cardinals right now at this point at an unprecedented time, just because the Steelers haven't had, they don't have, they haven't managed their quarterback position correctly. And neither the Carolina Panthers, it's like, there's always going to be takers for Kyler Murray, just because there's a couple that are set to draft before the Cardinals select in a couple in, in less than, or yeah, less than two weeks. I mean, it doesn't mean you're just not going to let other teams dictate how you negotiate with your current player. I just don't know. And, and no, no, not yet. No, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think that that's how I'm agreeing with. I mean, I think I'm agreeing with you, Bo. You know what I mean? Okay. From that standpoint, yeah. But I, I don't think that it's a pressing matter now. But I think if it gets done in July, I think that both are happy, right? You know what I mean? If right. it gets done, do I think that Kyler plays under the you know for the five and a half? No, I don't foresee that happening. I just given the market, you know, given the instability of not knowing, you know, your football future. I think that Carl, I think that Kyler needs to be compensated for what he's done for the Arizona Cardinals. You know, he's dynamic and he makes people watch and he makes people, you know, tune in. What I don't see, you know, I just wanted to just throw, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. 
how come people didn't talk? I didn't feel this much negative energy towards Aaron Rodgers with all the situations that he dealt with. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm going to throw this back out to you guys. You guys, you know, really have a pulse of the people, but how come it's so much, it's so negatively coming from the Aaron Rodgers camp versus the Aaron, I mean, from the Kyler Murray versus the Aaron Rodgers, where it was just like, Hey, he's a vet in the game. He's got equity, whatever, but he could act any way that he wants to. I think people are critical of Aaron Rodgers for for taking as much as he can because of the state of the team. Um, but th- for those who don't have a problem with it, it's because Rodgers has his championship, has his MVPs. Um, I think a lot of people look at Kyler Murray, number one. He does not play in a top five NFL market like Green Bay. The Cardinals right now, um, they're incredibly relevant to us, to the three gentlemen on this podcast. Are they a national brand in the NFL? No, they are not. And so – uh, while I do think Kyler Murray makes them as relevant as possible, there are teams that don't watch Kyler Murray or or fans that don't watch Kyler Murray consistently. And then they saw him maybe for the first time during the year in that playoff game and said, this guy's not right. worth anything. And the Cardinals are, are what's their record? And they're not winning the division. I think a lot of people probably want to see him. What, what hurts Kyler, I think, is somebody like Lamar, who has not been paid yet, who has a better resume on the field than Kyler Murray? Not statistically, he's a maybe. Too. He's a, yeah, he's right. a similar comp in terms of rushing. And he's football. he's won an MVP and he's been yeah. to the playoffs three times. He won a playoff game this year, but I would argue he was he yet inherited two. And I've written about this at gophnx.com. A much more stable organization. Oh, yeah, it's got a Hall of Fame head coach. Kyler Murray was asked to resurrect this franchise from the dead in 2019. So I'm sure. Eric Burkhart and company feel like it's it's very different. It's probably somewhere in the middle. Does he deserve a little bit of criticism? Absolutely. I don't think he's handled this brilliantly, but I also think to not pay him market value if you're Kime and Bidwell and the Cardinals is la- laughably funny because of the fact that he's undersized and he wants to get paid now. Of course he does. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, that's the biggest misconception is that, yeah, Kyler Murray came into the one of the most poorly constructed rosters in a decade where you, I mean, everybody's like, why aren't the Cardinals doing more with his rookie contract as well? They had to come back from the dead and then some, as far as just getting talent on this roster and uh, for them to, I mean, Patrick Mahomes took over a playoff team and you had guys like uh, Philly. They weren't three and 13 when Wentz kind of took over that team. They were more like seven and nine. And then they make their run to the, to the Super Bowl. I mean, I just, I I think a lot of people are, are really kind of overlook how bad i'm gonna i'm gonna throw buffalo out there yeah you know what i mean like but that buffalo wasn't the you know when we grew up buffalo wasn't buffalo of the old but they but they made the playoffs before they drafted josh allen with tyrod taylor right i mean there there was a lot better standing than than the cardinals were it was it's tough to get worse than that i mean even golf and and wince they were traded up for it wasn't those teams were coming off the worst seasons in in the nfl the previous year the rams and the Eagles respectively. So, you know, I, I still don't understand the urgency. I really think that this is a badge of honor that Eric Burkhart wants to wear for future clients that he wants to get this deal done. And I just think he's pushing this issue that doesn't necessarily need to be pushed And the car, the, the Cardinals kind of playing their cards tight to their chest and being quiet about it and not even looking at, you know, what deal, the deal that's been taken off the table. If, if they negotiate right now, if they are strong-armed into nego- negotiating with Kyler Murray's agent, Eric Burkhart, it sets a worse precedent than them giving him, you know, more than Deshaun Watson with the with the Browns and, and what happened with Derek Carr and the Raiders getting all that money. I think that if they just hold steady and they go off their timeline 
and it, which is not, you know, it, it's not any accelerated than the other guys like Josh Allen, Damien, like right, right. they'll be fine. It'll be fine because otherwise if, if they rip up the contract now and they give him all this money now at, at the agents, what the agent wants, then every single a- agent of every single Arizona Cardinals player is going to flood Steve Kimes inbox with to set up negotiation meetings on, on new deals. Yeah, I mean, come, come on, Bo. You can't say that because everybody ain't Steve Kime. And I think that everyone knows that. You know what I mean? Like, everyone isn't Sal, Bo- Sal Bookman. You know what I mean? Like, every, you know what I mean? Like, you got to have some clout around here. Everyone isn't, I mean, everyone isn't Kyler Murray. So they can't, they don't have that name recognition. Everyone knows that the quarterback gets paid. The quarterback, maybe a defensive end, maybe a corner, they have them special privileges. They got keys to the rooms that only certain people can access. You know what I mean? Like, Kyler Murray is different and he should be competent. I see what you're saying in terms of if a player is that well, maybe in the future, it'll set a precedent. But I want to, I want to ask you, Bo, like, are you meaning before the draft? Are you meaning like when, when Allen got paid, like later on in the summer, like maybe July or by then? Okay. Yeah. I think that we're both in agreement then in terms of pressing him before the draft. No, I think it's unnecessary and uncalled for for the the timing of that. I've seen people talking, I think it was Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football, and he's like, this organization has never operated like this before. They've never had to pay a quarterback, and maybe they're not even considering it. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a talking point. Like I really think that this organization plans to pay Kyler Murray. I don't think that they're they're gonna balk at the at the price at the sticker price of Kyler Murray. I think they understood when you draft a quarterback, even when they drafted Josh Rosen 10th overall, they traded up for him. They understood that when you do that. You do that with the intention of signing him to a next deal. And what that next deal is, it's going to be what the market's going to dictate. And like, if, if you want to having a good quarterback, you got to pay for a good quarterback. Otherwise you're playing this game all over again. Well, listen, at the end of the day, I, I don't think it sets a precedent because I think the quarterback is in a class of its own, the position itself. And I also feel like, if if any singular player can look back and carry this rebuild on his back from a player perspective, it's Kyler Murray. Yeah. No other player has been here each of the three years shouldering the weight of this organization. You know, DeAndre Hopkins got here in year two. Watt got here last year. You know, Chandler Jones missed the entire season. It's been Kyler Murray, for better or worse, playing with less than a full deck, no pun intended, on most Sundays. So I, I can understand that. And I can understand that Kyler Murray probably feels like he is – Let's let's take advantage of the situation a little bit, guys. Cardinals need to have a viable year because of the fact Super Bowl's in Arizona. You think the Cardinals want to go and stink it up at five and twelve this year with the Super Bowl in their building in a very yeah. obtainable NFC postseason playoff picture? I, I, Kyler Murray's not a part of this equation, as Peter King mentions that it's less than one percent he plays on this deal. Cardinals are are not a viable team this year, and that hurts everybody's bottom dollar especially when you're considered by the fan base. The fan base, were, everybody's upset, the lack of activity in free agency. They could fumble this draft pick. It's not going to change the fact most people feel like this is a playoff team next year. You take Kyler Murray off of this team, they are irrelevant next season. Next season becomes a complete wash. It's a powerful thing when one singular player who's upset about his deal holds that power over the organization. This is not a team that's built like Indianapolis, where the quarterback is there as a game manager of sorts. So whether it's Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan, you know, you, you like a little bit of upside, but you can you can win with running the football and defense. Cardinals aren't built to do that. They are built to win behind the legs and the arm of number one. And again, everybody with Colt McCoy, you know, 
craziness that just that is not sustainable over 17 weeks. You are no, winning no. five, six games max with Colt McCoy, you, Baker Mayfield. It's, you're, you are asking for a top 10 pick next year. I mean, for a franchise, and I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, I, I want to say it's like eight or nine times since they've moved to Arizona have reached the playoffs. We should not take for granted a postseason berth. It's not assured, but as my confidant was telling me before the show, Mr. Bo Brock, in inner circles of Vegas right now, they are minus 130 to make the playoffs next season. And I say that as I quickly retranslate and transfer into my DraftKings Sportsbook app. The NBA playoffs mean (laughs) next-level basketball. Get into the first-round action with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NBA this week, new customers can bet five bucks on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. All drafts, uh, you win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same game parlays. Plus, each day of the first round, you get risk free bet up to 10 bucks if your same game parlay doesn't hit. Who doesn't love free money? Bet the Suns, baby. Suns to the moon. Call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team. Win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets. That's promo code PHNX using the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over, Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1 800 Next Step. New customer only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. But I, I don't know how this Kyler Murray situation. It's going to be resolved, but I feel confident in saying that I don't think it's going to be done by the draft where Burkhart and company had put that kind of hard deadline. Right. And I don't think that they should have that timeline. If they, if they had something already else in mind, just move forward because it's, it's never happened before. And like, there's, I don't understand the rush to, to do that. You know, Kyler Murray's not trying to scrape together change uh, to get, you know, Postmates delivered as he's playing video games. That is, his place in Dallas. I think he's doing all right, right? But let me let me say this real quick. Our partner, I'm, I'm pumped to tell you about it, Athletic Greens. Have you guys tried Athletic Greens? I was feeling a little lethargic. I didn't have a whole lot of energy, but Athletic Greens has me back in the game. It's one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and it just helps you start your day on the right foot. Athletic Greens, no-brainer. It supports better sleep quality, recovery. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's not just me. It's not just Damien or Johnny telling you about this. It's 7,000 other people, and it costs less than $3 a day. Plus, you're investing in your health, which is always a great thing to invest. Make it easy. Go to Athletic Greens. They're going to give you a free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchases. All you have to do is go to visit athleticgreens.com. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash cardinals. That's athleticgreens.com slash cardinals. Take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I, I found it interesting as we talked about Peter King's comments on Eric Burkhart, Kyler Murray. I mentioned James Jones, and James Jones was on NFL Network, and Adam Rank was there, who's a who's a, a, a good NFL analyst. And James Jones said, "I think that the Arizona Cardinals and and Kyler Murray are headed for divorce. Um, they're they're just fed up with this. If it's not one thing, it's another." And then he proceeded to say, 
Damian. He's like, here's a guy who's a potential two-time MVP, multiple MVP award winner, and he's going to be able to take this team, you know, to multiple postseasons on his back. And it's like, how could you say one thing and then another is like, they need to go ahead and just trade them to a team that has a ton of draft capital. It's just like that. If you get one of these players in your building, you just don't let them leave. I don't, if you're going to admit that this guy is a multiple MVP potential, why would you even consider moving them? I don't care if you get 16 first round draft picks. I mean, I, I agree. I, I think that Johnny hit it on the, the head last segment. Kyler makes the Cardinals relevant. Plain, plain and simple. Kyler, I mean, there's some great players on defense. We know him, Buda Baker, Byron Murphy, you know, guys that can, J.J. Watt. There's a lot of names out there, you know, Hopkins. But Kyler Murray, without him being that wow factor, is the reason why we watch the Cardinals. And as you mentioned, potentially, you know, two MVP, you know, seasons. He's a playmaker. I don't even know why James, you know, even even says stuff like that. But maybe he has an insight. I know that you mentioned about the Aaron Aaron Rodgers uh, story, and he had, you know, it was a bit like Nostradamus. Like I, I don't know. Like I just don't think that that they can afford to get. Kyler out of Arizona for what he means to, you know, in terms of the bottom dollar, Johnny, right? The bottom dollar, Kyler is a, is a name out here. People flock to what Kyler is doing. He's like a little prince, you know what I mean? But when it comes to moving him, what are you in, in return? What do you get? And then you you're, you have to basically start all over. The Cardinals want to do that. That does not want to happen because that's what it's going to be. He's a little prince. He wants to become a little king, and that's there what the Cardinals is. are not allowing him to do by not paying him his money as he's due only $5.5 million 5. guarantees 5. this year. Um, not very much money if you're Kyler Murray. Um, by the way, I just got a text message, gentlemen, from a, a text thread I'm on that um, could have been Traylon Burks being picked up from the Phoenix airport by the Arizona Cardinals. So take that for what it's worth. But it wow. uh, feels like Burks is you. got the TMZ connection. It's in, it's in route. Uh, yeah. I trust. Uh, that yeah. is. Um, so we'll see. Pre- pretty pretty sure it's yeah. uh, Mr. Burks coming into the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, your old visit. Uber driving like text thread? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, who do you know? <laughs> right. Just the best. The car company? Just the best. Yeah. I love these people on this text thread. They are just, they're just yeah. the best people. Now, we'll see if that comes that to fruition or me. not. That scares me a little bit. The fact you that it's inside a text thread, you just know when people get to the airport. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. me a little bit. So, AJ Green was, uh, he had his, his press conference today to, to talk to me about signing his one year deal last week, $3 million max of $6 million. And AJ Green was the first question from Bob McMenamin of, of the AZ Republic, AZ Central Sports was, are, are you going to be, so phase one of OTA starts tomorrow. It's voluntary. Uh, are you, AJ, going to be at the facility? Are you going to be at practice? And, and what are the whereabouts of your quarterback? And AJ Green, of course, the consummate professional said, I know I'll be at practice tomorrow. Um, and he, he, he can't really speak to anybody else, but this is going to quickly, we're quickly going to see this story advance one way or the other come mm. tomorrow. If one number one is not there in his, uh, his black QB practice Jersey. Mm. Well, I don't think he's going to show up. I'll be oh. on the record and I would love to be surprised by that. Uh, after the Watt workout video, I'm on the record of saying I was wrong. He's back. And then Came this Tom Pelissaro report last week from Eric and company. Uh, and now I believe that, you know, if, if Kyler Murray wants to come and hang out, I think it'd be in his best interest, sign of good faith. I, I just don't think he sees value in it. And I, I don't think it's going to be the best look because 
again, it's just you're hanging out in shorts and a T-shirt, right? You're, you're not in pads. Um, anything can happen, I suppose. But if you're going to work out, do it with your teammates, uh, especially with your a younger player like that. Could probably still take away a good amount from some of these voluntary workouts. Um, but they're voluntary for a reason. But they, I mean, typically it's kind of an unwritten rule. And then, Damian, the quarterbacks show up. Yeah, I mean, unless he got something, you know, going on, you know, Johnny, like a contract. He's got a Twitch you stream know? going on. Yeah, yeah, unless he got a, a contract issue, you know, going on currently, which he does. And I think the players being in this game understand the business. So they want Kyler there. They know that they're a dynamic team. They're very aware. I mean, from, from the time that we're little and you transition the game, you know talent. So you see a guy like Kyler Murray, you're like, we know that really our success is dependent upon if he's in this locker room or not. But guys have to control what they can, and that's going out there, showing up to OTAs, showing up to mini camps, and continuing to do their part, right? They can only control what they can. But for Kyler, if he doesn't show up, I think it's, it shows a strong message, you know, to the Arizona Cardinals. However, if he does, I think that it also he, – he loses a little bit of lev- leverage with that. Like, I mean, there, there can still be talks with, you know, his agent and the Arizona Cardinals, but I just feel as though that, you know, it's, it's all that game of – it's all what's your poker face at this point, you know. I, I believe Bo. Yeah, I mean, is expecting. Him. I I will apologize. <laughs> yes, I will apologize. I, I th- I'm trying to remember when David Johnson was going through his, and I know it's completely different running back quarterback, but David Johnson got a big payday eventually. I, I can't. I think he he held out for one day and showed. Yeah, up. yeah one he, day. It was like one day, and then he's probably. I think he said like, "I just can't stay away." And then he got right. He got paid. But I, I they, think that they said, what, hey, show up to practice. We're going to pay you. <laughs> he was like, all right. <laughs> okay. That's what I needed. That's what I needed. But Kyler Murray, if he doesn't show up, his actions are not going to back up what his words have been since Johnny Venerable noticed that he had scrubbed his his uh, social media platforms of, of the Cardinals. Like, what? since then, he said, I'm not about this noise, this nonsense. He had his statement that he posted on social media. I'm and then about also, it. And then you had the, uh, and then you had him talking at the charity event where he said, "I'm an Arizona Cardinal," and uh, and the organization has said that they the future is Kyler Murray. So this that would be a completely different move than what he the actions would be completely different than his words. But real quick, if he shows up, then that conversation's already been had. Then yeah. it's a matter of okay. timing. You know what I mean? If if that's if Ooh, he that'd shows be nice up, sign yeah. of good faith. Yes. If he shows up, I believe that that conversation's already been had. Like you said, all the stuff with the, with the Instagram scrub, him have, you know, making that, the comments at the press conference, that conversation uh, I believe has already been had. And I want to see, I, I can't wait now. It's, it's like, get your popcorn ready because I want to, I'm, I'm going to be paying attention if Kyle Murray, you know, shows up to OTAs because I think it sets a, a huge message. He fulfilled his duty, right? He's doing things publicly in terms of his image and, you know, being more adult, showing up to OTAs where it's voluntary, not being compensated versus not showing up and creating a media firestorm for everyone to talk about. Speedo Jackson, a.k.a. our own Frank Sanders, I can only (laughs) assume, meaning they call it voluntary. So Frank, not a big proponent in showing up to voluntary I think he typed in like a surgery. I don't even know if that was the right word. Frank, (laughs) I'm going to volunteer your ass. Back to the chat. Kyler Murray needs to show up. I want to remind everybody right now on this show of a lot of quality things we got going on at GoPHNX. Be sure to become a member, subscribe to this podcast, become a member of GoPHNX.com. I've got an article. I think we'll touch on it tomorrow because today's pretty loaded. Defensive tackle, why it remains a white whale 
for the Arizona Cardinals and Steve Kime and why I don't think it's going to change this offseason. So Mr. Kime can put his harpoon away for 2023. You can read that right now up at gophnx.com. 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months, or you can become a member today right now. Hang with myself, Bo, everybody via the exclusive member Discord and get a free T-shirt just under 60 bucks right now. You won't be sorry that you did. Uh, so remind want to remind everybody, children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick. The vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or even dying from the disease. It's safe, free, and highly effective, and vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. Johnny, real quick, where's Traylon Burks at on your uh, Discord tracker? Uh, Discord track. Where is he at right now? <laughs> yeah, it, you know what? I think he is. Um, is I think they're at baggage claim right now. Baggage oh, claim. Baggage still. claim. Got you. Okay. Still, I think he's got hung up a baggage claim. That doesn't bode okay. well for him wanting to come back to. <laughs> Where, where's that airport. spot? Where's the spot on Camelback? They always take their uh, their their prospects. Is it Stake Forty Four? Isn't it forty four? Damien, would you know? I don't. I don't yeah, know the, the valley yep, well enough. Yeah, somebody get some some eyes outside of stake forty four, and if a big six foot two, two twenty five wide receiver starts rolling in there with Steve Kime, I'm checking his Insta story. I got nothing so far. <laughs> he did post five out. God, he's a huge man. He doesn't even look like. He <laughs> almost looks like a hybrid tight end. I'm so in love with him. <laughs> All right, you continue. Sound like a, a fifteen-year-old, like my daughter's volleyball team, when they're <laughs> going scouring through someone's, you know, they're yeah. they're they're, they're gawking at one direction, right? Not, yeah, he's Insta stalker right now. You yeah. got people tracking them down. I love. I it. don't check out Instagram models. I check out NFL press draft <laughs> prospects and start drooling <laughs> at one in the morning. Then you get your beer out and you're like, oh, mm, <laughs> God, check out that contested catch, my God. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we're here Love for it. it. Big time prospects in the valley, according to Johnny Venerable's sources. Picked up from the airport. Did he check a bag? Do we know that? Do we know what? Did he get a? <laughs> I like think meal? it's him. I, I don't have a. Con- I don't want to. I don't want any confusion. We think Cardinals were picking up a a prospect. We think it's it's Traylon Burks. Okay. Sources. All right. I like it. I like it. I Are we hitting our friend OGs? I'll just mention our OGs is yeah. a new yeah. partner of ours. We're excited to welcome to the PHNX family OGs, Arizona's first original scratch made cannabis kitchens, dedicated to creating an innovative, memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. You want to learn more about OGs? Check out ogsbrands.com. That's ogsbrands.com. But uh, it's going to be big. We're, we'll keep you updated. Obviously, follow PHNX underscore Cardinals at Damian Anderson, at Johnny Venerable, at Bob Rack on Twitter. You can find us there for all the updates going on in tomorrow's OTAs. Because uh, if let's just – it may be an emergency pod if Kyler – shows up or doesn't show up tomorrow should we be on the ready for that we definitely can can you talk for to sure. us about athletic greens before we go mr bobrock i did i already yeah, we talk about athletic athletic greens? Yeah. yeah every that day that was me that was me scrambling I, that's me scrambling <laughs> checking checking i feel my great for, everything check all the boxes are checked johnny yeah we have just we like Traylon Burks on monday because they're they're so bountiful we, we hope get, our draft did he get a five-star uber uh just passenger rating did do we tell? know that did he tip? Did he tip? Oh, if you let him into the building and you see what that man possesses, if you take any other player, if he's there at 23, I, I will condemn this organization. 
come hell or high water, but I will do it in style as, as we're going to be live at the Ainsworth on April 28th. If they didn't, I mean, what if they he haven't run, had a I don't player. Bo, I don't have it, his combine numbers. What do you, what was his 40? Like what it was, was it? He didn't run. It was well, 4.55. It. it was not, it was not as fast as people thought. It, it Larry Fitzgerald been. and Anquan Bolden, I think both were 4.6 and Bolden was 4.7, correct? But here's the thing about Burks. Well, Larry he was top- a 4.4, but Anquan was a 4.6 though. But Anquan played like a grown man. He was the original Debo Samuel, like before that. I never forget myself. We're playing a game and they're putting Anquan Bolden in the backfield to get a toss. So yeah. that just showed you, you know, what type of deal, what type of player he was. He could have played any position and been a pro bowler. Truly believe well, that. Yeah, even with Chase Edmonds, I mean, he didn't he didn't wow people with his forty time, but he played at just a, such a high yeah. speed and his shiftiness. And I think Traylon yeah. Burks is, is is similar. And I mean, he topped out at 22 miles per hour on a big play this year. Uh, that's fast enough to that's fa- that, that would have been the fastest time in the NFL last year on, on a big breakout for for Burke. So I don't think anybody should be concerned about that. I think where people people are maybe concerned about his hands and his ability to to kind of play on the outside, but we'll see. I mean, he's a football player. Yeah. I'm concerned that he's not an Arizona Cardinal yet, but <laughs> can't become official till a week from this Thursday. Again, one last time. For fun, we're going to be live at the Ainsworth April 28th at 4 p.m. Come and hang out with Byron Murphy, cornerback one for the Arizona Cardinals. First 50 people in the door. Handshake, autograph, photo, whatever you need. Food and drink specials, giveaways with our friends from the Bird Gang Travel Club. It is going to be off the chain, the premier draft party of draft season. We're going to be live for the entire first round and encompass rounds, round two and three three through seven on Saturday. Until then, we'll be back tomorrow. Maybe emergency pod, maybe not. PHNX Cardinals live 4 p.m. For Bo Brock, Damian Anderson, I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you tomorrow.